Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to Midnight MMA. Yours truly, Manny G. It's the 12th of June, officially now, 12.04 a.m. Eastern Time. Our midnight show we do once a week here. Yours truly. But tonight, it's not just the week that was in MMA. And, of course, UFC 289, PFL 4, won championships. We're also going to be talking about uh, some paranormal activity and i don't know maybe you've encountered some paranormal stuff maybe you've you know come across some things in your life that make you ask some questions about you know what's above and what's below you know personally i'm a fan of like shows for example like stranger things right that gets you thinking like the upside down like you know when things are moving sometimes like something moves you're like what the hell is that and so we do have a special guest tonight to talk to us about some paranormal activity stuff, uh, his own experiences. Um, to make it even better, he's also a hardcore MMA fan. So on that note, let me bring in the one and only Illinois Bigfoot. How's it going, guys? What's up, brother? Go ahead and introduce yourself, homie. 
Uh, how's it going, everyone? I'm Illinois Bigfoot. Uh, my real name is Radimir, and I'm an actor. I'm a paranormal investigator. I'm a UC predictor, and I'm trying to be more um, late, later in the years, and hopefully um, I, I grow big and make sure um, I go back to my family and then give, give them all the money. They, they all deserve it, going back to the family. I love it. I love it. So we'll be talking some UFC stuff. And then once we get through, well, not just UFC, we'll talk MMA stuff. We're going to run through that pretty quickly. And then at the sort of the second half of the show, it's going to be just full blown on Illinois Bigfoot. Um, can you hear the song in the background, brother? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, that's your stuff, man. What's the name of that band? What? Is it like oh, Black Sealing? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it. Can, can you hear it better here now? Is that a little better? A little bit. That's their song oh, okay, called. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good song. So yeah, I remember that one. There you go. So I did go ahead and ask him uh, a pre-show what one of his uh, favorite songs was. And he, he, Matt, he mentioned this band here. And so uh, I'm trying to play one of those songs. But all right. So we're going to run through the MA stuff. And then the second half of the show, we're going to dive into some real crazy. I shouldn't say crazy. Just some other way of like, you know, seeing stuff, his experiences, He's got, you know, some stories to tell, and uh, he's also got some MMA knowledge. So on that note, what else do we have tonight? Amanda retiring. We'll talk about that. Oliveira, you know, kind of getting back in, in gear with a very impressive first-round TKO finish over, you know, Barry Darius. Uh, we've got all the Canadians winning on that card. That was impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing, right? So all the Canadians won. Um, and so let's start right there. UFC 289. Let me give you a chance here first, brother. Um, what do you make of the main event, Nunez versus Aldana? What's your take on that? Um, uh, Amanda, I, I really wish she didn't retire. Um, I was very sad. Um, yeah, just um, literally just doing her homework, just beating opponents up. Um, I knew she was going to be the better striker, Aldana. Just such a great chin, ate some shots, but still coming in for like a zombie. But Amanda was just took care of that zombie, had to take care, had to defend her belt, and I was just very shocked. Though just had to wrap it up. She retired, but maybe, maybe it's for the better. Maybe she could fight at BKFC or maybe somewhere at LP. She would probably get more money and more fame, or who knows? Like I think this was it was all meant to be. Uh, Amanda retiring for sure. Well, I was surprised she, she retired in a little bit just because she was so dominant, and maybe she could have gotten, like you said, maybe a little more money if she hung yeah. around, or you know, yeah. I don't know. But it was dominant. It wasn't like she barely won. But um, I guess she's done what she had to do. She's she's kind of achieved all her goals. She's made a lot of money. She's a parent now. Uh, I did have her winning, but I will honestly tell you know the audience out there that i thought the fight would be closer um that's just being honest with you and and i guess as the fight got closer and closer i was of the mindset that this fight was going to be like very close and maybe aldana could you yeah. know later on in the fight you know maybe kind of make it tougher you know what i'm saying yep i agree so um i'm going to go ahead and share the screen here i think uh let me see if this makes sense here Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm sharing our tip sheet, guys, from our newsletter, which is 
our official bets from UFC 29. So as we go through this, you know, fight card and the results, I'll kind of also be giving you a summary of our bets and how we did. So, yeah, the first top, I mean, the first fight was we were talking about was the main event. That was Nunez. And uh, she won the fight by decision over Irene Aldana. Co-main event, Charles Oliveira versus Benil Dariush. It's pretty short and sweet. Four minutes, 10 seconds. It's around number one. Charles Oliveira, you know, he sort of stuns Benil Dariush in the feet with his hands. No submissions. Um, stuns him and then proceeds to then get on top of him after like, pretty much a knockdown and then club him and then eventually get the TKO knockout. But Neil Darius was definitely out of it. It wasn't any kind of a suspicious, um, you know, stoppage of a fight. But Oliveira wins. We did have Oliveira winning. Um, if you can see on our newsletter, I'll kind of zoom in for you guys. We did have him winning at plus 120, 0.75 units to win 0.90. Um, my only regret here is not pouring a little bit more into that bet. Um, and so moving on down, what do we have next here? We had Mike Mallett versus Adam Fugit. All right, this was the last of the Canadian fighters in the fight card, and they went undefeated. So Mike Mallett versus Adam Fugit. Did you see this fight? What do you think about this fight here, brother? Yeah, this fight was just excellent performance for Mike. I knew he was going to get a finish somehow. Um, I I always like maybe a, a knockout round three. I put it in my topology book. Excellent performance round one. Submission. Rocked him. Got on top. Uh, got the killing team. It was very tight, and Adam just yeah had to tap in. I, I think it's time to wrap it up for Adam. I don't I don't know who Adam is. Uh, I don't know if he's a veteran or yeah. And uh, he he's um I thought he was just gonna put it put on a fight at least maybe like at least put it on make him make uh maybe not make Mike bleed but bruise him up a little bit here and there. But Mike Mike's face is clean. He's uh, not hurt. He's he's ready to go next week. He's 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 hungry. He's the new biggest thing. He just got a submission round one. Yeah, I mean, I liked I liked Mallet to win the fight by submission, um, but I will say this: I I, I thought it would have, like I said, I, I, like you said, kind of been a better challenge, yeah. like it would have been a little tougher for him, right? Um, not the case at all, though. It seemed like kind of Mallet just ran through him, yeah. And you know, he was the last leg of one of my parlays in terms of the the all Canada parlay. So I was a little nervous there, and I'm like, oh, you know, please don't ruin it mallet but uh he ends up winning so um you know that that was impressive all right moving down the card for ufc 29 uh next was uh dan ike nate landwehr a fight that went more or less exactly the way people thought it would go it was dan ike sharper more technical disciplined striking nate landwehr having some moments getting knocked down a few times uh popping back up being very durable goes the full decision uh, I will note this, though, when it comes to, like, the face of both fighters, Dan Ige looked the more worse for wear. He had more cuts, more damage. Nate Landwehr didn't show as much damage. Um, what's your thoughts on this fight, buddy? Um, I I do, I mean, I, I am a really fan of Dan. Um, he, I'm not going count to count, out, count him out anymore. Um, he, yeah, good good boxing, too, like, the left, good left hand. And Nate, I always thought Nate had a weak chin. Um, it proved it when he fought Rosa, even though I thought that fight could have could have um, kept on going. But yeah, Nate, um, I rooted for Nate. I thought he was just going to get it done, maybe just a clean win. But he uh, got robbed. Um, he was getting—I don't know if he was getting on strike. It was—it could have been a 50-50. But definitely see how. I mean, I, I'm glad uh, 
Dan, Dan want to at least maybe give him a top five, uh, or maybe no, maybe not top fives, at least top tens. Uh, not not sure who specifically a fighter who she who uh, should he fight. Yeah, I'm sorry, but um, no worries. Yeah, but I, yeah, I love his uh, nickname. Uh, Dan said that he didn't get the bonus. Uh, he was supposed to get a finish. I thought Dan should have just give Dan the bonus, but. Yeah, I, I love uh, Dan. He's going to be the next. Uh, he could be a champion. Um, I feel like he's probably going to be a better Hawaiian champion than Max, though. Something special for, for Dan here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, well, Ike looked good. Uh, we liked him to win. Not going to lie, if you're looking at our Excel sheet here, the asterisk next to his name means that we were liking him to win, but we weren't very confident because we were worried about Nate. Nate's just. He's kind of a, he's a mutant, you know, he's, he'll just come back. He'll, he'll, he'll go through stuff. And, uh, but ultimately nice win for Danny Ige. That helps us on a few bets on our tip sheet, which we'll go over in a second. Mark Andre Barriute, he wins the fight over Eric Anders, a fight that early on the first round or round and a half kind of looked closer. But then by the time the fight was over, Andre Barriute, just way more volume, uh, did some kind of swelling damage in the face of Eric Anders, Anders, Again, first half of the fight looked pretty good. I like the fact that Anders was more aggressive in this fight. Usually doesn't go as much forward like as he was this fight, which is good for him. Ultimately doesn't get it done. Uh, some props there that actually were on our radar with the fight going to the full decision, the fight going the two decision for Baryut, um, over one one point five rounds. Those were all accurate. Uh, the fight ending into the distance for Anders at plus three hundred did not hit. Down to the prelim card, uh, last fight was Imovov versus Kurt, uh, Chris Curtis. Kind of a dud because Imovov appears to be winning. Things are going well. And then we have a complete accidental clash of heads that results in Chris Curtis with a really nasty cut. If you saw the, the yeah. images on social media, did you see the images post-fight on like Twitter and stuff? Uh, I, actually, I didn't, but it looked like he kept rubbing his eye. Something kept bothering him. Like... Yeah, the cut itself, I saw the images like on Twitter cool. and whatnot, and it was it, it required something like 12 stitches. It was cool. yeah, it was worse than it looked like in, in the broadcast because it just seemed like it wasn't I'm not saying it wasn't that bad. It just seemed like when I was watching, I'm like, oh, he could fight through it. But then when you saw like in the locker room when they removed like the blood everywhere and like, kind of dried things out, it was really nasty and quite big. So Yeah, that, that was that was a good call. Yeah, accidental accidental head, but if it had happened per se, like I think after round two, like if the round three had started, something like if it happened in round three or at certain point, they could have then gone to the judges. But because it had happened, I believe early round two, it became uh, just no contest. So um, that was that fight. Whatever, move on. We did have Imovov to win. Uh, and, and a side note, he he was winning until that happened. All right, moving down. Miranda Maverick flyweight bout versus Jasmine Justin Vicious. I don't want to say like it's 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 not an I told you so and it's not a like hey you should always do this but with these female fights it's it's always a good idea to at least consider the underdogs because most of these fights first of all go to decision so no one's really finishing each other and at that point it just comes down to like a few positions and like who's on top and whatever else this fight Jasmine just dominated Morena just did not look very good. Uh, some social media posts that she said that she kind of lost vision in one of her eyes oh. 
after after round two yeah that was a social media post so you know i'm not sure what was going on there you know but uh so she's just seemed out of it but the fight still went the full decision which is what we thought it would do uh round three the fight starting round three was a chalky prop but a prop we, we wanted to parlay at minus 500 that hit um and then jasmine winning by decision at plus 300 which was a really nice spot she looked good one of the canadian fighters again pulling it off um uh, quickly moving down amin zahabi uh, against arichi lang <laughs> we initially dude we were yeah. on zahabi to win right oh, i yeah. picked him to win then i flip-flopped my pick i went to Richie lang mm. and then you saw what happened dude how would you describe this fight <laughs> yeah dude uh said the Richie lang yeah the Richie lang versus a hobby fight i mean oh, hobby um <laughs> um dude i uh i was actually uh cooking uh uh wings while i watched it <laughs> and dude right when i glanced like i was cooking the food and i glanced all i saw was uh the hebe landing that beautiful that poke dude and i'm just like my reaction like whoa like Zahabi is just on a tear. He definitely should probably top ten um excellent performance uh for, for his opponent. Definitely he should get caught. I'm worried for his health. Uh, I don't want him to see him fight in the UFC. That was a very, very bad performance. Um it was kinda like he should have knew what was coming. It's like it's yeah. like he, he doesn't really belong in the UFC. Like he knew what was coming. Uh he stuffed the takedown land the left. I mean, people should know that like, you know, like if someone's gonna stuff it, take that. Make sure, like, okay, like, you're gonna like stuff it, but make sure you have your hand covered for uh, uh, um, against your um, your chin. You don't you uh, make to make sure, like, maybe he fakes it, and he's gonna start throwing combos. And um, uh, his opponent did not do that. He just tried to stuff it down, had his chin up exposed, and boom, right there and then. Yeah, that was exciting early round one knockout by Zahabi, but um, for. For betting purposes, if you're seeing here on the screen, a lot of red there for us. We had the fight going to decision, uh, the fight starting round three, uh, you know, some split props on our radar over one and a half rounds. None of that was accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hobby just Aladdin. Oh, his opponent, he, if you saw, he um, got up. Um, after he was knocked down, still think he was in the fight. Yeah, whoa, that was crazy. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like he still wants to fight. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're 100 right. You'd have to have seen it live, and yeah. I believe it was DC or someone caught it. Like after they they oh. got a Richie Lang to his feet, they mentioned like, oh, he's still like trying to like he he thinks he's still gonna fight this guy. Like he's still in the fight. <laughs> Yeah, that was tough, man. But uh, yeah, that and that was part of the f- the first four fights. I want to say, and again, if you know, if you're watching here on on YouTube or Twitch, you can see the Excel sheet. The first four fights, it was a four fight L streak for us, um, and then we went on to win or not win, but like I'm sorry, accurately predict the winners of the rest of the fights. But those first four fights were tough, and this was on the tail end of that first four. So next fight down was Blake Builder versus Kyle Nelson. All I can say is this: hindsight is twenty twenty. Of course, after the fact, you're like, "Oh, I should have." But no, this one was like, "I really should have." It wasn't just that I thought maybe that Blake Builder was due for uh, 
you know, falling kind of flat in his face. It, it wasn't just that because there was some things about his game recently that were kind of like, ah, uh, you know, I mean, but, I, but, but on top of that, you know what else it was? It was like he, his cardio, like uh, a lot of things about him. And so what ends up happening here is he faces some adversity and Kyle Nelson just sort of wants it more, you know, because Builder does kind of rock him a few times, but Nelson just wants it more. He's willing to dig deeper. Yeah. He gets a decision win. I have I have no problem to score a card. Uh, again, Nelson, one of the Canadians that pulled it off. Um, and, that, and for that fight, again, we had we had Builder to win. We had the fight not going the full distance. We had Builder inside the distance. So a bad read there. Um, we had the fight also starting round number two, which it did. And that was our prop lock here. The fight also going over 1.5 rounds. But uh, overall, just a bad read. Builder was one of our top picks on the card. We were, we were really high on him. <laughs> not to mention we were also high on David Dvorak. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. we were very high on Dvorak, man. And and Steven Ursig Ur- looked very good. Do you recall that fight? What were your thoughts on that fight, Dvorak versus Ursig? Uh, I actually thought it could have been a draw, or maybe it, it, it probably was a robbery, just a little bit. I actually thought David was just laying a little bit more of the the, the points, um, had the better striking, looked like he had a good distance and trying to keep it safe, um, but. I could see, yeah, Steve Steve had re- very good moments too, excellent takes on himself. Um, I, I don't know though, I mean, I think there, there's something, something's off with the judges though. I, I don't really trust trust the judges. Uh, thought it was a robbery though, I'm gonna be honest. Well, see, it's interesting you say that because even yeah. though I had to, I had Dvorak to win. Yeah. And, and I, when I was watching it live, I thought there was a chance that he, that he won, right? But then when he didn't win, I was like, oh, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just, you know. But no, everyone I've been kind of talking to keeps telling me, like, they thought also David Dvorak won, too. Yeah, I I, I saw this on on the website. uh, And there was, like, a stream. There's a stream chat there. And then most, like, when the fight, when uh, they announced that Steve Steve won, uh, most most of the people in the stream chat was saying, like, rigged, robbery, like, yeah, they were just, uh, uh, they thought um, uh, David won, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it would have definitely helped my, my uh, a few of my bets had he won. And I, I mean, it got close. He got cracked, that's for sure. I mean, he got knocked down with that. It was a head kick. He got dropped. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I guess, I mean, it is what it is. It did happen, but uh all right, and first fight in the card, uh, Marina Oliveira versus Diana Belbitza. All I can say is this. If I would have known that Marina B- Oliveira would have come out there and just stood flat-footed and have no kind of movement and, like, just run out of gas within a minute, I would have definitely chosen Diana Belbitza to win. Um, I chose Marina. I thought maybe she would, like, work at range, you know, get her kicks going, be active, she was none of that. She just didn't do much of anything. And um, Belbitza, as far as I'm concerned, kind of won the fight easily. All the over props hit, like the over two and a half. Fight goes to decision. Um, uh, Belbitza by decision at plus 140. Um, what are your thoughts on this fight? Yeah, when I saw this fight, I thought Diana's striking was a little off. Like, she was, wasn't, she reminded me of kind of like 21st, and it was like weird or 
it, it was um not really like okay like if that's gonna if she's gonna use that too i hope it's gonna work later the rounds and i i um i guess i was wrong like it it, it was effective i was rooting for her though i was like okay um maybe at least land a takedown look like she was landing some take oh yeah she had to say takedowns but she got herself taken down i was a little bit worried on that part maria looked like she was trying to like counter and yeah, pretty much Maria was the counter fighter, but Diana was more of the pressure keeper against the fence and the good game plan too, and and just try to win it for Canada, literally did it for Canada. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, when when she won that fight, I thought to myself again, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known that Marina was not going to do much. Yeah, because she like she didn't do much of anything. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I mean. Like I immediately regretted that pick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, that's the worst. You, I regretted the the Nate pick. Uh, I I had I picked Dan first, and then I picked Nate after. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. It does happen. Um, just quickly reviewing our tip sheet here. Our individual bets: we had Jasmine Joshua Vicious to win outright at plus two forty five, a half unit to win one point two three units, Oliveira. 0.75 units to win 0.9. We did put a, a bet on land where that, you know, he went the full distance, but he, he definitely get done. Marina, there it is right there. Individual bet on her for a half unit. That was a waste of money. Yeah. So uh, for individual bets, we had 2.25 units in the line to win 3.66. We ended up winning 1.13 for individual bets. Um, for prop bets, a lot of them, um, I'll just kind of run through them quickly. Nunez by decision that cashes Oliveira by submission. No, um, Oliveira by sat round two submission. No, Mallet by submission that does hit. Uh, Chris Curtis by knockout doesn't hit. Jasmine Jasmine Davis by decision hits. And then we play a bunch of split props usually every week. So we, we played Zahabi by split, Arichi Lang by split, Maverick by split, Jasmine by split. Ige, Landweir, Nunez, Aldana, Imovov, Curtis, Belbita, Marina, Maria, Oliveira, and none of them went to split. So what ends up happening here for our prop bets, we have 2.7 units on the line to go, to win 6.08. We end up with negative 0.16, which is negative. It's pretty much breaking even, but those those split props, they're not hitting any of those kind of cost us, right? Yeah. Um, the parlays. Here we go. Parlays was eh, it was okay. We had Builder Dvorak in a two leg parlay. <laughs> they both lost. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that, yeah. That's not going to work, right? Yeah. Um, then we had Maria Oliveira and Charles Oliveira. Of course, Charles won. She lost. Um, next parlay, uh, Malat. Uh, the fight not going to decision. Nunez to win. Curtis versus Imovov. The fight starts round number two. That three-leg parlay uh, does cash. Uh, next parlay, um, Malat to win. Ige fight starts round number two. Um, Nunez fight starts round number two. That goes to uh, plus 156 odds. That parlay does hit. And our last parlay, which is Nunez to win, Malat to win, Dvorak to win, Builder to win, of course, doesn't go through. So for par parlays, we have negative 0.13 units. Again, kind of hovering around uh, break-even for our parlays. Now, for our parlay pieces, we had Amici Lang versus Zahabi over one and a half rounds. That did not hit because, again, Zahabi knocked out Amici Lang uh, right away in round number one. Um, Curtis versus Imovov fight starts round number two. That's successful. Baryut versus Anders 
over 1.5 rounds. That hits. Ige versus Landwehr, the fight starts round, round number two. That's successful. And then Malat versus Fugit, not going the full distance. Also successful. So for our parlay pieces, we had five of them for the five hit. But unfortunately, that one there, Arichi Lang versus Sahabi, was kind of uh, costly for us because our first special was the parlay pieces parlay, which is all the parlay pieces combined. And the one leg that didn't hit was, of course, the Arichi Lang leg, so it does not cash. Moving down, we had a Team USA parlay. So that was Fugit, Ige, Anders, Curtis, Maverick, Builder. That all combined gave you like plus 3,834 odds. Unfortunately, that does not hit, obviously, right? Fugit lost, um, Anders lost, Curtis went no contest, Maverick lost, Builder lost. So, yeah, <laughs> that group did not do well. Um, the Team Brazil parlay, that was Nunes. She won. Charles, he won. But then Maria Oliveira, she lost. But then here we go, my man. And those subscribed to our newsletter, they got this information like last Tuesday, Wednesday. The Team Canada Parlay. That was Mallet, Barriute, Belbita, Belbita, I'm sorry, Jasmine, Zahabi, Nelson. That com- combined for plus 9,195 odds, a $10 bet to win just about 920 bucks. And, wow. um, that hit and then we had two other legs or sort of like um variations of it below to win another like about two more units so the team canada parlay was successful um the last thing was our underdog 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 excuse me parlay that did not you know uh bear any fruits but in total overall for specials we had plus 8.45 units and then overall in total the grand result for us for ufc 29 was plus 9.29 units uh just about a thousand bucks as a profit or just about i'm sorry not a thousand about 900 930 bucks so um not a bad overall outing my man from that, yeah. that standpoint Whew, that was ufc 29 in terms of the results now let's talk about amanda nunez retiring what's your thoughts on that buddy um yeah i amanda I I really want her to at least okay if she's gonna retire, at least retire maybe at least a couple months or I guess one year. But please come back to UFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna miss her a lot. Um, but if she does never come back, okay, I'm gonna accept it. I I will. I'm still gonna see her compete. I know she's gonna keep compete again. Maybe in jiu-jitsu. that'll be fun. BKFC, that would be even more fun. And if she goes to belt her PFL, that's that's the like just pitching her with the belt on on PFL. That's amazing right there. Yeah, it would be great if she came back like in a year or so. I mean, she's not that old. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah. They talked in the broadcast about maybe or not maybe that when when her wife is done giving birth to their second child, that Nina Nunez, uh, her wife would would try to come back and do some fighting too. So. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what all happens there, but uh, I wish her the very best. And, you know, as for Charles Oliveira, tremendous win, amazing victory, kind of like restores order, reminds people how good he is. And, uh, and again, all the Canadians came home with W's. So that was <laughs> unbelievable. All the Canadians won. Um, PFL number four, uh, let me just give you results real quickly. Uh, we did have some betting action there. Uh, we also went over, though, that tip sheet and the 
sort of the details of that. I believe we went over that on Friday during our May Happy Hour show. But, you know, just a, a review there, Jesus Pinedo won in the main event over Brandon Lofname. That was a big upset because I believe Lofname was like a minus 500 favorite. Uh, Movid Kopalayev, big favorite. He won by an arm triangle choke round number two over Tyler Diamond. That was to be expected, even though Tyler Diamond is a former UFC fighter. Uh, Martin Hamlet won kind of a boring decision over Sam Key. He was also, again, a very big favorite. Made sense. Bubba Jenkins was a big favorite. He won over Sunbin Joe by submission round number one. Actually put that guy to sleep. Silvera, Josh Silvera was a favorite as well. He won by a round one, but it was a knee injury by his opponent, Delon Monte. Kind of a fluke thing. Then um, Gabriel Alves. Gabriel Alves Braga knocks out Marlon Marais. Former UFC, Mar- former UFC fighter Marlon Marais. Marais is now retired. He post fight, you know, took his gloves off, so that's it. But he got knocked out there, round number one, by pretty simple shot. His last, I think, six, seven fights that he lost were by knockout. Kind of a tough way to end his career. Um, Ty Flores decision went over Dan Spawn. Uh, Chris Wade su- submission guillotine choke went over Ryota Kudo. Uh, submission arm triangle choke win by Impa Kasagana. Again, another former UFC fighter. Andrew Sanchez, another former UFC fighter with a split decision win over Taylor Johnson. A weird split decision win, but nonetheless, a win. Abby Montez wins by a round one ground and pound over Brandy Hester, who it was her first ever professional fight, her first ever fight ever, her first ever pro, amateur, anything fight. So, yeah, <laughs> kind of interesting situation. Um, and then submission win by Darius Choke, round number one for Alexi Pergan, Pergande, who looked very good against Akeem Bashir, who just you know looked very outmatched. So, that was PFL on Thursday last week. On Friday, you had one fight night 11, Ursil versus Menshikov. Have you ever watched any one fight night stuff? Any one championship stuff? I, I have not. Um, I, I want to get into that um, uh, ho- hopefully in the future. Uh, right now, it's just UFC, but yeah, champion, uh, one championship, PFL, Bellator, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, some of this stuff is pretty good. I do admit that I have to kind of uh, sort of limit myself on what I can and can't like do just because of time constraints, right? Like you just, yeah, yeah how much can you cover? But one championship is pretty good. When they have an event on a day when there's nothing else, I'll look at it a little bit. If um, if DraftKings offers lines on it, that's usually my main my my main betting book. Then if I see lines available for for MMA for one championships, I'll take a look at those lines as well. But what made their last card one fight night eleven pretty cool is they mixed things up. It had four MMA bouts, three kickboxing bouts, one grappling bout, and then two Muay Thai fights, and that's all in one card. So that's pretty cool. I do like that they do that. Right? Yeah. Um, there were some belts in the line names, you know, I don't recognize very much. But if you do like that, you know, one fight night stuff. Um, if you have a Amazon Prime subscription, that's another thing. If you have Amazon Prime, then you can watch those one night fight night events. Those are free on there, and uh, again, they, t- they tend to be like Thursday, Friday. So, so something to consider. All right. Um, so that was the stuff that happened last week in terms of. MMA fight events that I wanted to discuss. Let me go ahead here and adjust our screens for a second here and and pull out of that. Um, In terms of... um, Oh, let me talk about this for a second. If you guys don't know, we have a newsletter. It's informative. There's a free version, a paid version. Uh, The paid version offers you a little more content, gives you full access to our complete breakdowns, main card breakdowns, and tip sheets. The free version gives you 
uh, the prelim card breakdowns. It's informative, detailed, analytics, the whole nine. Um, for example, this past week, we, we again went plus 9.2-something units uh, for UFC 289. Our full tip sheet gives you the full breakdown of bets, what we did, small bets, bigger bets. And so that's available for every single UFC event, most Bellator events, and most PFL events. Like this coming week, we have Bellator 297, we have PFL number five, and UFC. We'll probably cover two of those three events. Again, full breakdown written up for you guys, newsletter format. So the newsletter link to subscribe is down below. If you don't want to be a paid subscriber, that's okay. You can subscribe for free. It's all through Substack. There's a way to get that on your phone. There's like an app and everything. But the link to subscribe, matter of fact, I'll put it right here on the screen. This way it's even simpler for you guys. So the link to subscribe to our newsletter is right there. So please consider subscribing to our newsletter. Very cool, good information. And we also have another writer there. That's Haley. She writes her own, own column about UFC stuff. More of like a personal sort of a diary of what she thinks about UFC events and fighters. Um, so yeah, check it out right there. That's our newsletter there through Substack. All right. All right. So, um, oh, Dave's Tapology Group. We got to do this. Oh, do, are you are you in that group, Illinois Bigfoot? I'm not. I, I oh. should. I should. For sure. You should I jump have. in there. You should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's going to be my, I do it every week. I give the results of, of BC Dave's Tapology Group, yeah. right? Oh, so um, let's pull it up here, right? This is the... And I always describe it slowly because just in case people don't have, an, you know, a topology account or whatever. Yeah. What we're looking at right here, my friends, is topology.com. You go here and you go to the top right area and you see right here that it says that I'm tapped in as MMA Fight Club. That's my username here on topology. So once you've created an account, that's the first step, right? So you can't do the other steps unless you have an account, right? So create your account first, right? Once you've done that, um, then go ahead and scroll down here to where it says uh, join join groups right there. Yes. You click join groups and then that'll bring up this page right. Oh, well, hold on a second here. What happened here? Join groups. Join groups. All right. So join groups now. It pulls up this page where I can go ahead from right to left and choose the pages. I choose page five first, and then from there, I'm going to go to page seven. And then the ID is ID number 926. Right there, ID 926BC underscore Dave. That's his group. In there, you have people that predict their fights each week for UFC. It's free to submit your picks, so it's totally free to play, free to create an account there on, on Tapology. If you win, though, in that group, BC Dave gives you some kind of a prize, sweater, cap, or something. Um, every week, there's a new winner um, Every for every UFC event there is, right? Not, not, not Bellator, whatever else, but for UFC events, a new winner each week. There's 88 people in that group, 88 stone-cold killers, people that know their shit, and so... Yeah, if you want to join that group, um, you'll go over here and click the join button. It says view for me because I, I can't join. So when I click view, I'm going to show you, for example, the results of this past week. So make a previous event. And there you have Nunez versus Aldana. And you can see the top results. And so you've got right there 
on top. Detroit versus everybody. Uh, my man here had eight correct, four decisions, one perfect done, a one one semi perfect, five hundred and sixty five total points. He is the winner. Um, very close behind him was MA Jesus, my boy Jesus in the house. Very good dude. Um, very sharp. He had he won like almost ten G's um, on his own. You know, a few parlays he had. Just oh my gosh, incredible picks. Um, great job. Um, Kairos L came in third place with 500 points. Then Silky B, Carlitera BM, who was, I think, in second place last week. Carlitera BM, so very good again. Um, broke bets, underdog, uh, VTech, uh, YBP, uh, Michael, the Anthony, Realness MMA. Um, there we are, MMA Fight Club. We're tied for 11th place there with Realness MMA with only 390 points. So we didn't do great, but at least we finished in the top 10 or so. And then you know, other guys out there, some shout outs to Saba, BC Dave, um, Hive Three, Ice Viking, uh, El Patron, Johnny K Picks, Ronge, and Fuego, and uh, and and the rest of the gang there. So, yeah, join that group, pretty dope. Uh, you do get a prize if you, if you do win, and uh, that's run by my, my buddy, uh, BC Dave. So, whew, now that I got that off my chest here, um, yeah, let me talk about. I'm sorry, go ahead, buddy, go ahead.
And it should say BC underscore Dave. I see. It's showing me like flags. Um, does like, it tell you what, what what page you're on for the groups? Yeah, it's right now. Yeah, page seven. But, okay. Uh, it, it's like telling me like so. The first guy here, NFC one fifty set one fifty six. It's telling me UFC fight night. Anthony Pettis. I don't know. So you can't see when where it says the ID numbers on the left side. Oh, on the left. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see the yeah. It says um event under the event. It, it's telling me all these names, but I can't well, see. It should you should be in an area that says groups. Like, does it look like my screen right now? Uh. Uh. Not really, but my mine shows like this. Unless I I forgot to click something else. So it shows this right now. Um it's telling me like all these names here. Like the it has like flags on it or something. Yeah, that's definitely not the right spot. Oh, okay, because I'm in page <laughs> seven. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find you, it. you should you should be in Pickham groups. Oh, Pickham groups. I mean, uh, if you're if you're if you go back to again, go back to your home page. Oh, okay. Which if you could just go to tapology.com. Oh yeah. Uh, right, so like if, if I if, yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll do it here with you. So if I go to tapology.com, the first thing I see is the UFC fight night coming up with Victorian Cannoneer. But um, if I just scroll down here on the right side where it says pick up groups, there should be a button that says join groups. Yeah. Uh, it, you see where I, do you see me on it right here? Like, look, look up here. Do you see like right here? I'm, I'm about to click that button right there where it says join groups, which is right yeah. under pick up groups. And if I if I click that, it'll pull up. This page right, yeah, this here right here, that page says oh. pick them groups. Okay. Um. All right. So, uh, yeah, I see join groups. I'm gonna click on that. Wait, oh, I think it showed up now. Yeah, yeah okay, now, now we're on the same page, yeah. And then if you want to go to the to the fifth page, oh, okay, you okay. have to, you got to go to page seven, but like however yeah. you do it, you got to go to the seventh page. I'm in seventh now. All right, and once you go there, just scroll down to you see ID number 926, which is, it'll say BC underscore Dave right there. It'll say BC and it's just like just like it does on the screen right here. I highlighted for oh, you too. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And then you're gonna just there's a button to the right that just says join. If you click that, oh, okay, yep. 
he'll get your request, dude. And then he'll go ahead and uh, he'll he'll approve you. Um, and then you're in there. And then, like I said, you you can yeah. select your your picks every week, and it's it's free to do. You're, you're picking like method of victory, what round, so on and so forth. But um, yeah, th- this past week, um, again, congrats to to the winner. Um, you, you know, just just good shit overall. But uh, yeah, I'm, and then, I got it through. For sure. Nice. And then t- to make your picks, by the way, don't be scared if if you kind of mess yeah. up next week because it took me a minute to figure that out too. Because I don't know, I, I should have figured it out pretty quickly, but for some reason, making the picks and I just I don't know, I mixed it oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a lot of thinking for for this. Yeah, part. it's it's cool, man. It's cool. It's good stuff. So, um, all right. Um, let me look here at some of the notes that I have here. Um, so we went over Dave's Tapology Group. Uh, Nunez retiring uh, this week. What's coming up? So we've got Bellator 297. That's on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Then we've got PFL number five on Friday also, but that's now at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, pretty much the same exact time. Why they're doing that, I don't know. Um, LFA 160 at 9 p.m. Eastern. So also on Friday, three events, same night. Doesn't make much sense, but they're doing it. Uh, could have had one of those like on a Thursday or a Wednesday. I don't know, a Sunday, but all three one night. And then UFC Fight Night or UFC Vegas 75, Vittori versus Cannoneer is 7 p.m. Eastern uh, on Saturday. So that'll be the only event going on Saturday night. And uh, looking forward to that event. It'll be back in Vegas. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But um, that's the week coming up. That's to be looking for ahead. Um but now that we are like taking 50 minutes of your time and, and talk about this UFC stuff and gave you guys some summary, we've got this special guest here. And I met this man, Bigfoot, recently, Illinois Bigfoot, through the, the Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, mixed martial arts sphere, co-hosted some 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 shows, talked some stuff together, and then you know, found out more about him and He's gonna share some paranormal stuff with us tonight. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna take us into the wonderland. And so now's a good time if you want to, you know, take a little smoke of the of the joint. You know, maybe take a, a, a shot, right? You know, <laughs> put on your imagination goggles. Uh, I am going to give you the floor. The floor is yours, Mister Illinois Bigfoot. You could also tell him about yourself. Don't be scared. I'll oh. be here to I'll be here to ask you some questions throughout the process, but oh, floor yeah. is yours, brother. Um I I am a paranormal investigator. I've been one since hmm, probably uh twenty twelve. I remember I was I had a I had a phone and was just recording, um, taking pictures, going telling my mom, Mom, let's let's go to this um, haunted house. Maybe not go in it, but let's just park near in. Take some pictures outside maybe a ghost will appear out the window or something and then um after that i started to just look into it more um when the years went by i was looking at videos and documents and trying to buy the equipments for it maybe um try to find a team or maybe not a team necessary but some friends coming along with us and um now when it was like around like 2018 and 19 and 
till now, I was just like, just focused on it 24. Oh, what happened here? Oh no. Oh no. We'll bring him back. What's it maybe like the, was it the aliens? They must have known he was talking. Oh, I'm back. Oh, oh you're good. You're good. Dude, what the hell I think it was the aliens, dude. Yeah. The aliens. <laughs> they heard you, dude. Dude, oh my God. That was insane. Like, wait, I know you didn't kick me out. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course I would have known. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, 2018 to now, yeah, just starting, starting to focus even more to the point where now I'm going inside of abandoned buildings. There's one building I went with my sister and we were supposed to like, just um, give it a tour, just go like literally everywhere, just the basement, the attic, it was like an abandoned asylum. And when we were trying to get further in to, um, to get uh, close, I mean, uh, to get like, just go in the hallway and explore around. And there's like a whole bunch of doors we had to go in through like this, this uh, building was pretty big. Well, we were like getting like halfway through the hallway, this dark hallway. All of a sudden we hear like someone or something close the door, like very hard. And I immediately just ran out. I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I don't know if I, like when I, when I ran out, I was like, I don't even think I should be, I should be doing this too dangerous, too risky. I don't know. Like I stopped, I stopped for a while. I never did it again after that. Maybe that, that traumatized me I was just too paranoid, um, but I, I'm back at it though, guys. I, I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to me, maybe not soon though, but give me some time, guys. Maybe like the next month, I'll probably we'll, we'll start doing it. Um, get the right equipment, the right team, and um, the time will always have to be late at night. I have to par go do paranormal investigations late at night, and just a big fan of um, horror movies, the horror scene. If it's a horror songs or instruments, whatever it is, I'm all into it, guys. Uh, my favorite um, horror movie is uh, uh, Halloween uh, 1978. So let me ask you this. Like, have you had an experience yourself where you're, you know, you've like, you feel like you've been a witness to something? Mm. Like you felt like some kind of paranormal energy? Probably not like to to an extent like I see like stuffs moving or like or the I mean that probably just that one time dude um the 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 the, the, the asylum uh that door shut down I'm pretty sure it must have been someone there like a homeless person or something just shuts the door but if it wasn't and if it was like a spirit or some some type of evil whatever it is um. I'm pretty sure that'd be it right there. Um, actually, like getting close to the, let's just say the demon, and then the demon closing the door. Oh damn, dude, that that was enough for me. I I immediately ran, ran, dude. I, I think I was drunk, but damn, dude, not even the drunk like uh, gave me, uh, break me up. Like it, I was just <laughs> so paranoid. Um, and then after that, I mean, uh, besides that one, I'm trying to think, was there? Um, um, well, the other other paranormal experiences, I used to live with my mom, uh, and uh, well, I used to live in South Beloit, uh, it's in uh, Illinois, South Beloit, 
we lived in this house years ago and supposedly it was haunted and my mom would like hear like footsteps or there was this one time where I was just in my room reading the Bible. My, my, um, my room was pretty scary. I never liked my room. I always thought I had, had weird vibes, but one time uh, I was just reading my book and then I felt like like someone was in the room. Someone was there just watching me. I, I never, never like felt calm. I didn't even want to read the book and I didn't even want to sleep. I, uh, if I did want to sleep, I had to make sure the lights were on. But just the presence of someone being, let's, like, let's say someone was in the closet, just like stalking me, just watching me sleep. That right there was probably the second one. And then other ones, hmm. I don't have to, I would have to probably think about it through, just try to like, because it was a long time ago, and I think I should have wrote it, I should have wrote it all down, but from what I remember, just uh, the door closing, I was so next to it, and then just um, when I was a kid, uh, a feeling of someone like watching or a presence in the same room, pretty much. Do you feel like the chance of, engaging with spirits is more likely in certain places mm. like certain physical places like i mean i guess i would use the example like the church or yeah. beach or i don't i mean i don't know the mountains i mean maybe different cultures have different places you know campfire i don't know do you do you believe any of that yeah i i agree um it, it's uh it, like if you search it up on Google, um, it would give you more information, and then you, it can actually like take you to the location. You just put in your GPS. Um, there's actually a haunted location called Bloods Point in Illinois, and um, we went there with me and my sister, um, and it was totally like just paranormal. It was at midnight. Um, I noticed, yeah, like usually. It will only will happen at midnight. You would have to go at midnight, like yeah, like let's say the beach or the mountains or yeah, uh, Bloods Point. It was actually a, a a train trail, and there was like woods like surrounding it, and um, there was like a parking spot there. We were by the farm site though, and we got we got out the car and we were ready to go in and do the parent investigation. And that's when like when we got closer to the woods, we started hearing like footsteps or I don't know if some someone was in there, dude. And I'm like, I told him, oh, no, I'm going back in the car. <laughs> I'm not doing this. It's like being an investigator is such a big risk. Like if you guys are going to be an investigator, please make sure you have someone with you. You have the right equipment. And I'm not saying you should, but maybe bring a weapon. But it, it, <laughs> it's like if anything, don't bring a gun, guys. It's too, it's too dangerous, too risky. Just bring a, a pepper spray. That would be good enough. I mean, my only question would be like, what, what would the pepper spray do to like, I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, a, par a paranormal like, I don't, right. man, I don't know, man. It's kind of freaky. I just see like a demon up. I mean, it still yeah. goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Now, can I ask you, when you're going on a paranormal uh, a hunt, yeah. um, are you going out there? under the influence of alcohol are you going out there having smoked or are you going out there sober I, i'm always intoxicated uh so uh <laughs> i am i am yeah i am drunk dude that <laughs> i feel like maybe that's what makes me more paranoid it makes me not want to do the work like i am so paranoid <laughs> 
I'm so paranoid. I'm like sporking a blunt. I'm like hanging out with my sister next to Blood's Point. And then once, and then we have this blunt already sparked up while heading to Blood's Point. That right there, like, oh, dude, this, it's kind of like I need to calm down. Like, I need, I, I probably have to just do it sober. I can't like goof around, get high, have fun, laugh, and then, and then start like, you're, you're entering, it's pretty much, pretty much you're entering to hell intoxicated like that's not good you'd have to be sober stay focused stay stay um dependent alert and believe in yourself doing doing the work instead of getting high getting drunk and acting stupid pretty much so you're learning you're figuring out yeah, as you go yeah i'm, yeah, really stupid. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm gonna get back to this in a second but I, it, it's a good yeah. time to ask because the people in the chat are probably wondering what's what's going on here. Who who do we have at the table? Like, you you got some other characters at the table with you. Oh, Who's, oh yeah. Let me um, let me give you this. Let me give you maybe a, a bigger screen here. Just, go ahead. Yeah, this is a uh, Big Bird. Uh, I just noticed Daddy. I I didn't know what what was its name uh, previously, but and this is uh, for, damn forgot that guy's name. Uh, Cookie Monster. I think yeah, or I call it the trash man. I it says Oscar, I, Oscar, no Oscar the Grouch. Oh, yeah, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with me? Yeah. yeah, the Cookie Monster's blue. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I just thought I have um Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird um next to me because um I want you guys like when you see Illinois Bigfoot, I want it to be like a cartoon like uh, I it's um since I'm like going live um i feel like like okay i'm going live there's a lot of people watching me like this is like literally an act like i have to perform i have to show a performance i'm acting i'm an actor um as well why not make it exciting like or, or i was like i wanted to be like a cartoon at least I, i'm a big fan of cartoons uh i guess now i'm a big fan of the, the sesame street i'm actually um, a much bigger fan of spongebob but just trying to make maybe I have I'll have I'll probably replace this and put uh, SpongeBob and Patrick. Here. <laughs> but oh uh, god, yeah, just uh, yeah, guys. When you when you see Olympic Pitfall, make sure you think the, um, that this is a cartoon type of movie. I guess. Now, are you you do have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, I do. I uh, just Illinois Bigfoot. So it's it's Illinois Bigfoot, and we do we do obviously a show together every now and then looks like it might be more often with me and you and bc dave um and then ronj so that's a lot of fun but you know my man bigfoot's gonna also be building up his own you know you know channel and his own followers and you know for those that you know like his content um you'll have an opportunity to get more of the authentic version of of the bigfoot so going back to paranormal stuff and like Thinking outside the box here, your your name on here is Illinois Bigfoot. Yeah. Does Bigfoot, does the Yeti, yeah. do these guys exist? What's going on with these characters? I, I believe so. Um, I really, really think there's a Bigfoot in Illinois, at least. Um, I'm pretty sure there's, there's a Bigfoot in Oregon. Uh, there's a lot of reports um, that... Um, it, Bigfoot was um, actually—I don't know if it's true—but Bigfoot was born in a region. But they're saying that there's Bigfoot in Illinois. I'm like, okay, like I went on social media, 
all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and I clicked I clicked on my new name. Supposedly this was my new name, and I wanted to see if any if someone took my name or my new name. And supposedly there was no one. There was no one that was Illinois Bigfoot, and I'm like, dude, I think I should be Illinois Bigfoot. I see uh, Long Island Bigfoot. I see Florida Bigfoot, Kentucky Bigfoot. All all these states, they all have their Bigfoot names. No one has Illinois Bigfoot right there and then. I'm like, oh, right there. I'm, I'm going to be a Bigfoot um, investigator. I'm going to look for Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm going to believe Bigfoot and mainly just like, not really a big fan of Bigfoot or the big, um, the big scene of that. It was just more of that name. I really love that name. Big fan of my name, and um, I am. Well, uh, I, do, I do love woman, woman's feet. <laughs> okay, yeah. talk talk more about that since you got to that. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, I, I love um, when I watch um, uh, the UFC guys. Uh, there's uh, there's a secret of mine that um, I don't watch. I don't really watch the fights, guys. I mean, I don't really watch the women's fights like that. I kind of watch. I watch their feats. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's okay hey we all yeah, have the things was, that we like to look at but i want you to yeah. feel comfortable here you're in yeah. the circle of trust right no one here is judging yeah. you so oh, yeah. you know no, i like sure. to i like to for example i'll give you one of my things yeah when when the women fight i do yeah. sometimes like if it's um like norma dumont the girls who have some nice you know some who are healthy in the lower region got a little back going on you know got, got a nice oh. booty Oh yeah, yep. I tend to see that, but but you know, feel free to expunge upon your fascination with the feats. Go ahead. Yeah, I I'm just really obsessed with it to the point where I have um, I I have an account for Wikifeet on Google, <laughs> and uh, I just search up all the um, all my favorite female fighters. Look at save the pictures and mainly just a big fan of which like if they have my favorite color as their toenails that's even rock on rock on jeez you, you yeah, gotta you, you have to back them at that point you have to bet on them basically yeah I have to yeah oh yeah at that point I have them as my smack pick oh my gosh uh, dude. like usually i'll have my ice mat pick as females if you, if you guys notice it's just been all females recently uh, no males. so, so uh, if i can confess here yeah. i do think feet are uh an important quality on uh you know any any female that i ever dated yeah. romantically whatever oh, yeah. you know feet would be important to me my wife has you know beautiful feet and I always tell her, I'm like, oh, you know, your feet are so cute. And uh, so feet are, imp I can't pretend to you as if, but it sounds to me like you're watching an entire like 15 minute fight and all you're seeing is just feet. Dude, <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I looked at, I look at their feet and at the same time I can see in the background, like how they're fighting and stuff. It's kind of weird though, but I'm oh. always people, I can still see them fighting, which is like, it's like wow, so, so basically, yeah. like you're seeing the feet, yeah, in focus, and then everything else is a blur. It, like it, okay, it, it only happens like that. But I don't really want to just like twenty four seven look at their feet. I kind of want to look at the fight too. But at the same time, I, I always in my mind like look, look at her feet though. You gotta make sure you look at her feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know. 
I'm crazy or I'm maybe I'm just a, just a man oh, yeah. in love with woman's feet. <laughs> well, I think a few things. I don't think you're that crazy because yeah, they have a whole thing. It's called you know foot fetish, right? Yeah, um, oh, yeah. I mean, you're you might be a little young to have a foot fetish, but you know, hey, man, whatever you're you're you're, de- you're deep in on it. Um, so, what about I have I have questions for you because you just opened this can of worms. Now we have to explore this a little bit. Um, what about dirty feet? And what I mean by that is like sometimes when they get into the cage, the bottom of their feet can be a little bit dirty. How do you feel about dirty feet? Um, like as in like blood. Like blood involved, or just like, like dirt, like just like oh, the, like a little little bit, like you could tell they've been walking barefoot on just you know whatever. Like, They're not clean, not clean, oh, not clean. Yeah, for the not, yeah, I could tell like um, by the color of it. Yeah, it's like a yeah. it's a change of color, and maybe it's a little sweaty. Is like, that a pro- is that a problem for you? Is that a turn off? Actually, um, it it probably isn't like. Because how like, do you, like I, I'm just such a like obsessed with it. But if it's like not the UFC, and it's like some dirty feet, maybe like you know, like okay, maybe that's too much. But the, <laughs> the UFC like, like UFC fighters, I mean UFC female fighters, um, when their feet get dirty in the octagon, it's not that bad as in a female that's not in the octagon that has dirty feet, like okay. actually dirty feet. <laughs> That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, what about, okay, pretty girl, right? You got a pretty girl, really, really pretty girl. She looks pretty to you. Oh, and yeah. she was, you know, she was like doing some jogging. She takes off her, her takes off her, her sneaker, takes off her sock. Her sock is like oh, basically wet from sweat, but her mm-hmm. foot looks clean because there's no oh. like dirt, nothing, right? Yeah. How do you feel about that foot right there? Just sweat. It's a lot right. of sweat. A clean foot, pretty girl. Yeah. What's going on there? I'd spray it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd spray it, dude. I spray it with cologne, dude. I I I wash it. I okay. So I, you need you need your you need, you prefer your feet clean? Yeah, I got I gotta make sure. Sh- oh oh you're, oh yeah oh, okay yeah. Now I know your question. Um, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't engage. I wouldn't like kind of like uh babe uh maybe maybe get in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, I, I could already tell. Like she takes off her her um, her shoes, her socks, and then that that um, bad smell right there it could be a little bit of turn off. Yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Um. So when did you first realize that the feet were like this is this is a big thing for me? When did it first hit you? Uh, probably. Um, I think I remember back in 2012. Uh my mom's friend had had like she had her daughters and they all moved in here and um we, we were all kids though um and, and then that's when um i was in the living room and then i saw uh, one of her daughters she uh she was barefoot <laughs> and uh she uh she was like sitting in a chair but like her leg was like kind of like she was sitting in a chair but her her uh, right leg was like kind of like on the chair where like her feet was exposed it's kind of like a weird angle but her feet was exposed while like her feet was on the chair the feet was exposed while she was sitting on the chair it was a weird, weird angle and then i just saw her soul her, her souls 
And I was right there, and then I was like, oh, shit, like, am I really in love with feet? Like, woman's feet? Like, I, I really, really love her, uh, uh, her daughter. Like, I wish I could have had, like, not sure what happened to her, um, but <laughs> ever since, <laughs> dude, I, I, I loved feet, dude, and I just never stopped thinking about it, thinking about it. And then, dude, that's when I, when I encountered, <coughs> when I encountered um, the UFC, and no, I mean, well, I'm pretty sure I knew yet. Females were fighting uh, as well. I was like, dude, like, I, I'm just gonna stare at their feet, dude, <laughs> the whole fight. <laughs> oh God, this is crazy. But, yeah, but yeah, just just mainly just because of um, back in 2012 when when um, they moved in and I saw I saw one of their daughters' uh, beautiful feet. I just got like possessed, like damn. Jeez, man! Wow, spoken spoken from um. The horse's mouth like this is genuine foot fetish he's acknowledging it it's oh, yeah. it's not really a problem i mean he just yeah, he's no. like hey man i just i like feet yeah. he tends to watch the feet of the female fighters when they're fighting but you know we're not judging man we're in a, we're in a safe zone so we were talking about um i said bigfoot we were talking about bigfoot what about like you know werewolves mm. wolves like like what are your thoughts like on werewolves or like you know like does that exist? Did, did that exist at some time? I I believe yeah, like I I believe in like so many like suit like cryptids and creatures and yeah vampires uh, where yeah especially the werewolves. I uh, do believe that when when it when it is full moon, you will turn into a werewolf. But there's a process to it. You would have to like, it, the, like I guess it depends which location. Which people are you surrounding with, surround yourself with, and what what are you joining? Like, let's just say, uh, for example, you're if, if you're in the occult, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of things you can do that the government can't do unless the government is the occult, because Area 51, dude, that they have a whole bunch of, they might even have Bigfoot in Area 51, dude, it's locked locked up in a room or something. They got the chupacabra they got the chupacabra we were talking yeah, yeah. about the chupa oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> dude that that right there dude I, I love that one dude it's um there's there's a friend that i know uh he's um he's a farmer and he said that he would have to uh, put traps at night because there'll be like animals trying to eat or some some predators trying to eat their their uh, innocent um uh farm animals and i'm like dude that's chup that's chupacabra dude that, it's yeah that's the chupacabra he comes out yeah. he yeah. he sucks the blood out of the the goats out of the, yeah the yeah. goats man it's it's a it's a mythological creature my parents told me about it when i was a child i yeah. thought they were crazy but you know <laughs> it depends it depends on what you're reading um yeah. some people think it's like for real for real you know what i mean Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. books yeah what do you think about like aliens what's what's going on with the aliens what do you like well, i mean that's I, not I, that's not really that's not paranormal but i'm figuring since yeah. you subscribe to paranormal stuff like maybe you have some thoughts on on extraterrestrials what's going on with that oh yeah um i i i did encounter ufos um there was this one time i was off the wine and I stepped outside, just wanted to just um, get a get the breathe of air. And then I look up the sky, and I see like I see eight UFOs like in a line. And suddenly, dude, they just disappear slowly, like just like 
vanish like that. Like, but I, I remember we just, I know they were in the line. They were just like, it's like if they were getting higher, higher. I don't, I, it was, it was really weird, dude. They disappeared. I, my, re, my, my reaction was just like, oh, dude, I just saw a UFO. That's, I mean, you it, look like that, you look, you look like you're about to get captured by a UFO right now. The way yeah. that the way that lights in there like that. Listen, the lights coming oh, down to get you. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I swear, dude. Yeah, like I, I, I even like I was so drunk though that day that oh, I was geez. like, I, I went, I went to the middle of the street and I was like, "Take me, please, oh take gosh. me." Why you're not taking? Oh my god! <laughs> Just shouting out loud, dude. The neighbors probably woke up. And, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, inside, I have inside. a word. I have a working theory that I just want to introduce to you. And yes, Ice Viking writes in here. I had the same exact vision. Have you heard of that movie, Fire in the Sky? Fire? Oh, no. I okay. Mean, yeah, so you might want to watch that sometime. But it you just gave the whole image when you were like, you had your hand up like towards the light. Yeah. Because uh, this guy basically got, um, you know, kind of like kidnapped by the aliens they sort of abducted him and stuff. Um, they made a movie about it. Like, you know, I mean, it's a Hollywood movie, but it was kind of based on a true story. And uh, yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. So I, I do. I have a working theory, though, I was going to tell you about. So maybe it doesn't happen to you all the time. Yeah. But a lot of the times that you encounter like these weird events, like paranoia, paranormal, maybe even like the aliens, right? Yeah. Yep. You're you're hammered drunk. Oh yeah, I was hammered drunk when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it, dude, it was like like the like right timing, dude. I don't know if it was meant to be, but like right timing, dude. I'm just drunk, middle of the street, or maybe just by the sidewalk at that point. I look at the sky, dude. I see these aliens. <laughs> And I go in the middle of the in the, in the middle of the road, and I'm just yelling at these aliens to take me, like, please take me. Oh my god! Save my life! I hate Earth! Please take me! Oh my god! Do you uh, is is there any possibility? Just kind of just thinking outside the box here, since we're outside the box anyway. Yeah. Um, is there any chance maybe you're just so drunk that you're just imagining all this, or you think this is actually happening? That I actually like, like, I was like, wait, I, I look at the sky, I'm like, is that really what I think it is? I like, I was like thinking twice, like, I am drunk, but then all of a sudden, dude, I just see you closer, dude. It's like literally, like, there were like, it was like, um, eight, eight light bulbs in a line, and then immediately, dude, like, it was just moving slow and then vanishing at the same time, like, one by one, like one left two left three and then the eighth long gone just i Man. i'm pretty sure i mean i it could it could be maybe it maybe it wasn't ufos but what if it was like a government special type of light they were testing or something like it it might have not even been like a legit ufo but clearly dude it was it was like about eight or nine in the line and just just out of nowhere bro just vanishing dude one by one and i'm just screaming at them dude like take me it's like <laughs> <laughs> do you 
do you think like the government like how much do you think the government knows about all this like do you think they have like a whole like um secret like thing going on to like keep this stuff like from the people or what i i believe maybe like about i'd say 90 percent uh right like yeah like right now 20 uh, 2023 they have like about 90 percent as a ufo information and mainly they have it all in uh area 51 right there dude it's uh like i mean they don't even want people near it or that that's really suspicious right there um i feel like they're really hiding something it has to be something about ufos or maybe some like a time travel machine i might be going deeper but <laughs> dude i think the ufos are real um i encounter them Pretty sure the government has has information has tape has maybe um ufo uh aircrafts like it it's um it, there's even history about it too previously about the the hell the hell brothers or the hell family um i forgot uh their names uh they they encountered ufos and supposedly they got adopted they they got adopted by the alien and then they came back home uh safe to earth i don't know if that was a hoax I don't know if they were tripping, they were off something, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure um, it, it, I believe in it, though. It's it, I believe it was true. And the government, I believe they they are um, there. I'm pretty sure they're going to like in the future, they're going to um, let everyone know that, hey, guys, like UFO UFOs are real, like here to tape here. But at the same time, though, a lot of people are going to have conspiracy theories about it and they're not going to believe it, believe in it. So like what what can we believe now it, you know like there's just a whole bunch of conspiracies i mean you keep hearing things left and like i hear things about former military or, or people yeah. that worked in the government who come out and say like you know they know of it or they they you know special projects i mean it seems like there probably is a lot more than we know of yeah right like more than what they're telling us it's like the government yeah. maybe has like sort of these special divisions where all they do is cover like you know again like ufos or paranormal things like that oh yeah i agree yeah i i uh i'm looking forward to it like doing more uh research on the ufo um i don't know how like the, the for the ufo investigation is going to be a little bit extra hard for me because the location might be a little bit further unless like it's just kind of like out of the random like i just go to the woods or go to like some field go there at night and just look at the stars just chill there maybe get get the right equipment to get it like a telescope mm -hmm. um and and just like just hang out there get get my chair get get some i don't know maybe some bring some snacks just chill there and uh, um Next to my uh, cool telescope, and just look, look, look for some. I like UFO. it. Yeah, it, that that'll be good. Like maybe I can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go live. You, you could bring, you could yeah. bring the bring Big Bird and the and the Oscar dude with you. Yeah, dude, just bring bring them with me. Bring the table. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, ready, ready to make. I'm just like, I, I go live. I just um, tell everyone, hey guys. Um, about to um, catch some UFOs, glad you guys are here, do my thing. And, <laughs> dude, that would be, oh, I'm looking, like, good thing uh, you mentioned the UFOs, so I'm for sure <laughs> looking forward to that one, dude. I did not plan on that, dude, because it was just a little bit too harder for me. Like, 
catching UFOs, like, fuck, I mean, that's pretty hard. I mean, you can just go to the woods and catch Bigfoot, like, but, like, actually catching UFOs, then. <laughs> oh, man, you're so <laughs> funny. Yeah. So funny. So, um, last time I, we talked, we were um, over on Ranja's show, right? Yeah. And we were talking about the, the a young lady recently kind of caught your fancy and, you know, we went over some ideas, you know, we're going to talk to her and stuff. Uh, yeah. It was just the other day, so I, I assume you haven't seen her yet, but... Um, <laughs> okay, so w- are, when it, when are you planning to maybe go to to that store and maybe run into her? I I want to do it tomorrow because um, I feel like I I'm I was a little bit sick previously. I'm I'm healthy now. I I'm starting to drink water more. I'm starting to eat now, like uh, for for lunch and dinner. Before I was just only eat one time and always at night, and then I go back to bed. I don't okay. want to do anymore. Yeah, it, it was just very bad for me, bro. I, I I'm looking forward to um, going tomorrow now that I'm healthy. Now now that I'm eating good. Um, it's like uh, I'm starting to have a routine now. I, ha- nice. I finally have a, a, a house key. I was always worried that um, I, I live with my mom for now. Uh, my, my mom will go to work. She will lock the door. And and I don't like I'll, I'll and there'll be sometimes while I'll be in the garage while she's doing it and where I have to like guys, I'll be like, guys, wait, hold on. I have to um, have to uh, let my mom know not to lock the door. And I just don't like doing that. I just want to have my key and yeah. go, go in and out. Yeah, it, I, I, now I'm comfortable going live. I'm healthy comfortable um i'm gonna have to do it tomorrow 100 now that i'm very confident very very ready and uh, got, i got still got the um the, the love letter ready but i need to rewrite it into a better sheet and um, cut the flowers and looking forward to just like if i'm gonna buy food okay i'll buy food but um if not i'm just gonna go right right to her uh i'm pretty sure it's gonna be at the cash register um uh or yeah, at the, at the stations I meant, uh, and then if uh, I mean if anything bad happens, uh, I I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'm gonna handle it pretty well because no no whatsoever I wanted to like nothing about like too off or too extreme. It's just me approaching up to her, giving yep. her the letter and flower, and that's it. Nothing else. I don't want right. to think, think wronger. Yeah, it, I can get in big trouble. What hundred percent. I mean, I think you keep it simple, like you just said. Yeah. Keep it like, you know, nothing too complicated. You know, yeah. you know, give her a, a simple letter. If anything, you know, say hello, how are you? Oh yeah. Um, if she's like, I mean, I don't think she'll be rude. No, no. You know, yeah, I she think is. she'll, I think she'll be respectful as long as you're respectful of her. And hey, you know, I, I, I do think you should put your phone number, though, in the letter this time, or yeah. the, this time, instead of, like, all the social stuff. I told you that yeah. before. Like, don't put all your, like, your Instagram yeah, yeah. and, yeah, don't worry about that. But um, but I'm looking forward to hearing about that on Friday because we're going to be... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be on on Friday with Ranj and Dave, and Can that'll wait? be one of the, the hot topics. You know, we'll, we'll find out how you're doing in your, your recent love life. Love life with Illinois Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. I want to get one shot. <laughs> what opportunity. Um, well, I'm about to shut things down here, Bigfoot. But before I shut things okay. down, brother, do yeah. you want to give the people just, you know, any parting words and 
if there's anything that you know you're doing you want to tell them about that they could follow you or whatever else you know go ahead dude the floor is all yours thank you um uh guys uh i have a youtube channel uh check me out all night pickful i got social media twitter snapchat you name it all i'm looking for it for twitch um uh just need the right equipment for that too um get get the video games going maybe get an xbox one uh i used to be a uh, a professional video gamer um i used to play a lot of black ops 2 multiplayer team deathmatch i used to just download it on on my youtube before um, now that you know, it's uh, I just uh, I I got rid of the Xbox. I got rid of everything. The account got rid of that. That whoever I was previously, that does not exist anymore. I'm a new character. Was focusing on acting. Now I'm in love with a woman. But I'm going back to the video game. I'm going back to that like that kid energy. Like I still, I'm still, you know, like I I know I'm 24, but I still have that kid energy in me. Love playing video games, and besides that, guys, looking forward to um, doing the paranormal investigations. Now I got the UFO um, idea on set, and and uh, lastly, guys, um, hope hope for Bigfoot. I'm gonna have to do it tomorrow. I have to ask her out. I gotta find out the truth. It's now or never, guys, because um, Eminem is the best rapper ever. One, you're gonna get one shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I- I'll put some M and M for I'll put some M and M for you on right now, just as a little oh, like yeah. a, yes, oh yeah, the um, M and M lose yourself. Yes, yes. So yeah, I mean tomorrow's the big day for you. I'm gonna be thinking about you. You're gonna just you know oh, go yeah. in there, be smooth, be cool about it. Oh, yeah, um, you know you'll you're you're gonna be good, dude. You're gonna be good, man. Thank you for um, Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. So. I'm about to cut things out here, guys. It's 1.30 a.m. That's an hour and a half. Just about our threshold. Um, we're happy to have uh, Bigfoot here with us. We'll try to have him on again soon. Um, I'm going to see him on Friday over at uh, Raj's channel and BC Dave for our Friday night show. That should be awesome. And we'll give you guys updates next weekend and how, how Bigfoot's doing. Uh, Bigfoot hang out for a second after i stop going live we can hang out for a second and just talk in the studio okay all right yeah all right buddy okay i'm gonna cut things off right now uh thank you everybody have a wonderful night uh if you're hearing this tomorrow morning have a wonderful monday morning and we'll see you guys next week deuces all right